You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. I use the Bible because it works. I don't want to build my life on something trendy. I want to build life on something timeless. Situations change. Come on, somebody. Circumstances change. But the Word of God endures forever. The Word of God is bigger than any famine. It's bigger than death. It's bigger than darkness. It's bigger than disease. It's bigger than addiction. Come on, somebody. The Word of God. All you need is one word from God. My, my, my beg and plea to you real quickly is that you just don't listen today. If you did, you're going to cheat yourself. If you take notes, you'll only retain 38%. But if you actively engage and take something, look for a word from God, because all you need is one word from God. If you get a word or a promise from God, don't worry about the package. Everything will be, it'll be, there'll be a lot to give you here for a minute. But if you find one word from God that you can latch on like a pit bull and grab onto, that one word has the ability to sustain you, to provide for you, because God is talking. How many know that's true? And you can't get an FM radio station on an AM dial. Sometimes you got to shift your satellite dish. Come on. By faith. Come on, somebody. To the all things are possible network. Something good's going to happen today. 1 Peter 1.13 in the Amplified Bible, and I'm going to read off my phone because I just decided to use this. It says this. Brace up your minds. Slap the person next to you. Say, get your mind into it. Think about it. Come on. Your, your life today is a result of your thinking yesterday, but your life tomorrow will be the result of what you think today. Your mind has the ability to make a heaven out of a hell or a hell out of heaven. Come on. Usually people ask themselves a lot of bad questions. Why doesn't life work? Why does this suck? Why doesn't this work? Why am I sick? Why, why does these people do that? They ask bad questions, they get bad answers. Jesus taught, come on, you ask, you receive. You could change one question and change your whole life. How can I use this? How can I help somebody else? How can I make this better? Come on, somebody. Different question changes your whole life and your whole emotional state. That was free of charge. Didn't even cut right off the bat. Brace up your minds. Be sober, morally alert. Set your hope wholly, not partially, on the grace, the divine favor. Come on, somebody. Say favor. That's coming to you when Jesus Christ is revealed. And now Psalm 102, 13. says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion. That's the church. For the time to favor her, yes, the set time has come. Someone say the set time. So I did a little bit of study. The word set time means an appointment. It's not a vote. In other words, God's not asking your governor, your city officials. He's not asking the president. Come on, somebody. He's not asking your coworkers, your grumpy bosses, or the trolls on Instagram. God says the set time is something that's not a vote, but it's an appointment and it's a date with destiny. Come on, sometime. A set time to favor her. When I was a kid, we used to love to watch WWF. Any fans? Come on, somebody. Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant in the big showdown in the cage. You got there. It is. All right. So we were all fired up trying to convince my dad that it's real. And he's like, oh, my gosh, Rexford, it's so fake. No, it's not, Dad. This is real. He was sitting there. Come on. They, they get into it. And for like 25 minutes, Andre the Giant is kicking Hulk Hogan's butt. So much like fake ketchup's coming off his head like blood and... You know, he looks like he's about dying. The paramedics run down, and they're, like, scared. He's inside of a cage. But all of a sudden, he hits him, and there's a moment in the match where all of a sudden Hulk Hogan starts going like this. 
His hair's all sweaty, fake blood on his face. He starts shaking, and then all of a sudden he starts wagging his big old finger. It's like this remarkable come turnaround. Because we're watching it, my dad goes, see, this isn't real. Dad, this is real, he's just about to die. You know what I mean? You're trying to tell your dad, you're like nine years old. You know, and then he's like, this is such a joke. He's laughing. All of a sudden, though, there's a shift in the momentum of the match. See, the match had been planned in advance that if they would walk out the line, if they would continue to be faithful to the script, come on, somebody, and walk out what was designed, there was a moment, come on, somebody, even where things did not look good for him in the ring, things would shift, and there would be a moment where things change, he'd come out the winner. Come on. There's a time where God says, you know what? I will shift things in your favor. You might have been sick for a long time. It's your time to get healed. Come on, somebody. You might be without work, but there's a time shift where the favor of God can break into you. Come on, somebody. And there's a new job, new opportunity. There could have been a moment where a relationship was strained and there's loss of passion and loss of intimacy, but the favor of God in one moment can turn things around. Come on, somebody. If you believe that, give the Lord a clap and a shout. When God decides to promote you and favor you, he doesn't look for other people's opinions. Jesus, when he came out, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor, heal the broken heart. He said, it's the time of the Lord's favor. He said that in a time of famine, fighting, and political wrangling. He said, this is what you're going to see. As long as all my actions are a result of the favor of God, undeserved, unsought. Come on. The favor and the kindness of God. The word favor means this. It means to assist, acceptance, approval, provide with special advantages, special treatment. Come on, somebody. Endorsement. How many remember, like, uh, the Oprah Book Club? Like somebody that's an unknown author, they maybe like wrote like a book. It might might sell maybe 500,000 copies. But when Oprah put her endorsement or her favor on it, on her stamp, something changed. Now what would have only been seen by maybe a 1,000 people is seen and bought by hundreds of thousands of people. Something can happen when God puts his favor on you. Come on, somebody. That all of a sudden you couldn't get a promotion, now you can't. Favor's not fair because it doesn't belong to this world. See, people think, if I got enough education, where you're going to go and the miracles that are about to break out in your life, God's got favor to take you where man can't take you. There's a favor to get you out what medical science can't do. You need a supernatural kindness and grace of God that's able to get you out of things but get you into new things. Oh, some of you don't even buy into that. Come on. Well, I'm just waiting, you know, I'm just waiting to see what happens with the COVID. Then, you know, Uncle Louie left me, you know what I mean? And, I'm, you know, then we just kind of had like a really tough Thanksgiving. And we're just waiting to see what happens with the economy. And then the Dominion's going to come out. And then they're going to, I don't know what the cabinet of the president. No, 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 no. You could be looking all around you to take counsel. But the Bible says, blessed or favored is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of mockers. Blessed is the man. Come on, that's you. Blessed is the woman who walks in the law of the Lord. In his word, he meditates. What if there's a favor upon you in a set time to get you out of things? Some of you talk to yourself and do, I'm just so used to being addicted. I'm so used to letting fear control and manipulate my attitudes and actions. I'm so used to it. God's trying to hook you up. He says, set your hope completely on the favor of God. Undeserved, unsought. God just wants to hook people up. 
well, if I'm favored, then why did I go through this? Why did I get a positive test? Why did my job close down? Why did all this? Favor does not keep things, bad things sometimes from happening to you, but favor will keep those things from destroying you. Come on, this is good. I'm going to buy my own CD. Come on, somebody. What do you mean? Come on, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The favor of God did not keep them out of the furnace, but it delivered them from the furnace. It didn't keep you, Daniel out of a lion's den, but it shut the mouths of the lion. I'm here to tell somebody, there are some people that have been talking behind your back. The favor of God's about to silence some of your critics. Is this like the secret, the favor of God, a mysterious influence? No, the secret believes you can attract blessings from an impersonal universe. I believe you can attract the kindness, the goodness, the favor of God because he's personal and he's only as good as his word and he looks after his word to perform. Favor's not who you are, it's whose you are. You obtained favor when you received Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2 says that God wants to show out and pour out his far and beyond favor. Well, why are we seeing it? Because most people aren't expecting it. They view themselves through their faults, their flaws, and their fears, and their failures. They don't see. They forgot what manner of people they are. You call yourself common when you're blessed. You call yourself ordinary. You call yourself a sinner when you're truly righteous. You call yourself heal when the Bible says you're well. You call yourself poor when the Bible says you're blessed. You call yourself normal when God says, no, you're a peculiar person. Fearfully and wonderfully, you got an approval of me and my endorsement on you. Stop treating yourself like you're normal. See, here's the challenge. If you misdiagnose yourself, you're going to mistreat yourself. You've misdiagnosed yourself. You took counsel from the culture. You took counsel from diseases. You took counsel from the news media, whether you're Fox or CNN. Come on, somebody. They're both into talking to you that something's wrong with your life. The Bible says that God wants to perfect your life by talking you in with Christ what's right with your life. Well, I don't want to set my hope totally on it. What if I get disappointed? So you're going to spend your whole time all negative, going through life, come on, afraid of life. I'm more afraid of not dying. I'm afraid of not living than I am of dying. I know some of you just got that right there. I'm afraid not to live. Are you kidding me? Days were made for me. Come on, somebody. Why am I going to spend those days waiting for counsel of people that did not give me the days? Your life's way too precious to leave in the 10% of someone else's other mind to determine how you live, who you are, what you'll be, and how you're going to engage. Well, I'm just wait. Come on. Don't let the fear of man talk you out of the favor on your life. You got favor. The question is, do you got still faith? I know a lot of unbelieving believers. Oh, they're going to heaven. They just don't believe anymore. But Jesus said you become what you believe. God's got favor of you. Favor can come on a person. Someone say a person. Could you imagine Mary, like, come on, like Virgin Mary. She's arranged to marry old Joseph. It's an arranged marriage. And they're in Nazareth, poverty, obscurity. She's situated, satisfied. And an angel comes to her and says, Mary, you are highly favored. She didn't consider herself that way before. Well, we want to give you a plan to have the Messiah, but before you can give birth to it, we got to change the way you see yourself. See, there's promise God wants you to give birth to, but until you see yourself as a favored person. See, James says, don't forget what manner of person you are. 
Have you let people talk you out of it? Have you let their diagnosis of you? Have you let their label, come on, a piece of paper attached to something indicate its nature, its content, its destination, what it can do, how far it can go? Come on, I remember people who tag, well, you're too this, you're too that. When you get a revelation that you're favored, you don't treat yourself normal. All of a sudden, it raises your morale. It raises your standard. It raises what you demand of yourself and what you say no to. Our challenge is you don't see yourself favored and special or endorsed by God. Therefore, you allow and accumulate too many of other people's ideas, labels, and purposes because you're trying to get their favor rather than have God's favor. You got God's favor, it makes man's opinion irrelevant. Because his favor going to show up and show out. Could you imagine Mary going, I'm going to marry Jojo. I'm going to marry Joseph on her way home from cheerleading practice. And God goes, you're highly favored by God. I bet that radically shifts. She goes, no, no, no. She tried to talk the angel out of it. Where are you trying to talk yourself out of? My friend Kate McVeigh was born mentally handicapped. She said retarded. And she said that she got a scripture, Psalm 512, that she was favored by God. It surrounded her like a shield. And she would sit there all through junior high and high school and say, I'm the favorite of God. They wouldn't let her get in the basketball team, do all these things. But she kept declaring. See, there's a big connection between believing and speaking. You rise to the level of your confession. Scripture says your faith becomes effective when you acknowledge good things in you. Come on, somebody. What you've been acknowledging, are you declaring the favor of God's on my business, the favor of God's on my health, the favor of God's on my child? When I get my little girl in the morning to go to school, Dad, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. I forget not his benefits. He forgives all my sins, heals all my diseases, and his favor's on me, Dad. I got juice on me today. I ain't going to be normal. I'm going to be the head, not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm going over, not. I'm going to be the smartest in my class. I can't believe you're teaching your kids so much pride. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with Jesus. See, that's where you get it all mixed up, is when you look for your own faith rather than just to look to Jesus. He says grace and favor comes through Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. My friend Kate starts saying, the favor of God's on me. I'm not going to stay retarded. The favor of God's on me. I'm not going to be slow in my mind. The favor of God's on me. I'm going to go to the normal classes. The favor of God's on me. I'm going to play basketball. She graduated the valedictorian of her high school, the number one women's basketball player to ever come out of the state of Oklahoma. Something can happen when you start seeing yourself favored. When you stop seeing yourself, start seeing yourself favored, you'll stop giving other people discounts. You give so many people discounts to you. That's a mic drop real quick. Because if I ask you what really holds you back, it's your connections. Come on, somebody. Naomi and Ruth were in a time of famine. They connected themselves to a Boaz. Come on, somebody. Our problem is we connect to a broke ass. Come on, somebody. A sick ass, a drunk ass. Come on, an addicted ass. Come on, somebody. I didn't cuss, just pretended. Your connections can water down your favor. Elisha got double favor because he walked with Elijah. That's what I love about being a part of this church. Those planted in the house of the Lord, you flourish. I love giving around your pastors. When I'm around Pastor Becky and John, there's a favor that shifts. It gets on you. I want my kids having that favor. Come on, somebody. You get around people that pray, there's a favor that could come on you. Come on, somebody. See, you just start, you think, well, I'm just normal. I'm just walking through the world. No, 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 you're not. Jesus didn't die so you could be regular. Come on. He shed his blood to perfect you. The Bible says, Acts 10, 15, what he has cleansed, stop calling yourself common and ordinary. 
Well, I'm just ordered. Something had to change. God said, Rex, I want to use you and you speak all over the world. I want to bring healing and miracles where they'll say that had to be God. But I need you to shift the way you see yourself. You see yourself as sometimes you're a sinner, sometimes you're a saint. Sometimes you're a sinner, sometimes you're a saint. You see yourself based on your circumstances or what other people say. I need to get you an image that you're favored by me, not because you deserve it, because I am that good. I'm that good. Give the Lord a clap and a shout that he's that good. Come on, give, come on, give the Lord a clap and a shout. Favor can come on a person. Come on, somebody. I've watched it come on a person. When favor comes on a person, they got an endorsement, and they start to recognize, ooh, they ain't treating themselves normal no more. Come on. They start combing their hair or lack of thereof. Come on, somebody. You start handling yourself. You got more integrity to you. Why? Because you rise to the level of the image you carry of yourself. Are you rich or poor in your own mind? You broke or you got abundance? Come on. I didn't talk about your circumstance. Poverty's not a circumstance. It's a mindset. Powerful people are just people are defeated because of broken focus because they don't see who they really are in God's eyes. He always wants to take you and divert your attention to your identity apart from Christ. But in Christ, you got favor. Watch, favor come on a person, come on a path. Think about Jesus. He was good at being a, a carpenter. Come on, he was good working with a hammer, some nails. Come on, he made some really really good stuff. It's probably a, you know what I mean. At some really really good sh shops that people bought restoration, you know, hardware, whatever. I was trying to put that all together right there. Thanks. But there came a moment where his favor shifted into a different path because he had a bigger calling. Where you're going in 2021, the favor's not just not on you as a person, but there's a grace shifting in your path. Many of you are about to hit a new path where you're gifting. For Mary, she went from just, I'm going to have a little marriage to an old guy named Joseph, to I'm going to give birth to the Messiah. There's a favor that can come on your path, that it expands you and increases you, and the gift that you bring. Many of you are about to reconnect with your gifting in your life. God is not, look, your success does not depend on your background and your education. It depends on your gifting, because God's already favored you, Romans 12, 6 says, with a grace or a gift to make room for you on this planet. There's a favor, there's a gift you're about to step into. I remember God coming to me one time, and I felt he say, Rex, I'm about to take you to a world that you're not prepared for. I'm going to take you to go speak to businesses and governments and things like that. And I was good at the church world. I knew how to do, I could say a couple church slogans, and people go, hey, man, that was so good. Praise God. <laughs> True. That's why, that's why when the days to come, the churches that don't have really the presence of God aren't going to last. You don't even need God to build a church today. All you need is some really tight jeans. Come on, somebody. A bunch of sexy taglines and a march. Come on, somebody, of anger. And then you, you got a good church. I'm looking. This is what I love about this church. We value the presence of God more than the presence of man. Watch how powerful though. I felt the Lord say this to me. He said, I want you to prepare. I'm about to shift your favor. Okay, what does that mean? I gotta, I gotta become more gifted. Come on, talent will fail you if you don't get skilled. Come on, you're gonna have to prepare and you have to sharpen your talent. It doesn't, greatness doesn't go on sale. You can't buy greatness. You can't buy skill, you gotta work it. Come on, somebody. God gave you a gift. He's gonna ask you, what did you do with what I gave you? Come on, give him an answer. I started learning a new script. I went to go to an event to watch my friend of mine speak to about 7,000 people. His plane got delayed in the air. He was an ambassador of a country. And they came and said, Rex, can you come speak? 
7,000 people. It's a world, it's a business event. And I go, ah, oh, come on. I've never really done this kind of a thing. And I, in my mind, I thought all the reasons why I felt like God say, no, no, remember I told you your favor, but I'm about to shift your favor path. Some of you are about to have incredible promotions, opportunities, and expand your reach. See, God's abundant life is a life that satisfies you, but it stretches you. There's a favor where he's about to stretch you. Come on, somebody. Well, I don't want to stretch. I'm comfortable. No, no, no. Stop putting your comfort before your calling. God put you on this planet to be memorable, to be known for something. He's got a grace. Think about it. If Peter would have stayed a fisherman, he would have never raised the dead. He would have never preached on the day of Pentecost. God is about to raise your voice because when things get dark, his church gets bright. He's about to shift your favor. I remember that night I jumped on that stage. Even the guy came in the back right before I got on, and I go, man, surely you want him. He's written 72 books. They go, no, 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 we want you. I go, are you sure? I walked on there, come on, like, I okay, I'll come out there. I walked out on the stage, 7,000 people. Something popped out of me that night, I had no idea. Where preparation meets opportunity, watch. Where favor can shift, watch, favor can shift things in a moment. You need to ask God why David said, surely goodness and mercy, the favor of God is chasing me down. He says, the favor of God keeps my enemies from triumphing over them. The favor of God makes my paths abundant, Psalm 65 says. I remember going out there that night. I started speaking and a bomb hit. 2,000 people rushed me. I didn't speak an altar call. They just said, what do I do? I feel this energy, people crying. They ran in the middle of a stadium and they tackled me. One guy tackled me up in front and I sat there and did an altar call. I decided to do an altar call in the middle of a Fortune 5 company. The favor of God hit me and I watched thousands of people give their life. But it never would have happened if I was always just, I'm gonna stay in the comfortable path. See, if you're, if you're comfortable and you can handle addiction, you'll stay addicted because you get what you tolerate. If you're addicted to drama, then the path of peace will avoid you. If you're addicted to sickness, it doesn't matter how much healing there is, you'll always stay chronically sick. Smile like you got three teeth. Try it. Come on, this is going to be a good ending. Come on, y'all. People got healed in the first one. Come on, you're going to get healed here too. Someone's going to launch a company. It's going to, it's going to, right around February 2nd, there's a, right around February 2nd, but the 60, someone's going to launch a business idea. I feel this. I just want to go ahead and say, someone's about to do it. The favor of God's going to take that thing off. You're going to connect with consumers and clients in an incredible way, and people are going to want to come and help you. There's an idea on the drawing board of somebody's mind. That's you. Just put your hand up right now. So that's you. Okay, there's some people in here. There's a business idea. I just feel this, by the way. I feel, I'm gonna, I'll go right back to my message. But let me just, go, let me just be this for a second, okay? Cool. The Spirit of God, I thank you, Father, for releasing business ideas beyond the drawing board of people's minds. Thank you for a spirit of entrepreneurship that even like, Lord, even like Isaac in a time of famine, that, Lord, things rise. And I thank you for your supernatural favor. The Bible says, ask for rain. Ask for favor in a time of favor. In other words, until you call for it, it won't happen. Lord, I call for favor to be released, I pray, over business ideas that would take root and take shape and form in the beginning of the year, and they would excel with clientele and supernatural increase of profits and production. I pray to bring results and answers to people in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me get back to my message. I got, I got two minutes. That was really good. <laughs> Something's going to happen to you, my man. Blue shirt. Blue, yeah, you. Look, the muscles. Yeah, you. Stand up. Who are you? Zachary, people underestimated what God can do with someone who said yes to him. 
You're assigned to a lot of people in this room. You felt at times overlooked and underestimated. The Spirit of God is about to bring you out of a place where people said, well, life never became what they truly thought it would ever become for him. But look at what I'm about to do, says the Spirit of grace. Watch as I begin to elevate you even in the eyes of your family. For even as I took Joseph and put favor on him in prison, and he turned his own favor on the famine that was around him, I'm about to turn your favor on the famine that's been around you. Watch the provision I bring into you, and yes, you will own a nice home. Yes, you will own a nice home. Watch what I'll bring you even in the next two years, says the Lord. Watch as I open up doors and I increase your visibility, your honor and integrity with people. For I'm putting a spirit of excellence upon you this day and my endorsement will talk loud. The Lord says my endorsement of you will talk loud. For I'm fixing things and even where there's been loss relationally, watch as I bring things back into your circle that you said there's no way that would, that I've rather written that thing off. There's no death certificate that's God's not too big to resurrect in your life. Things are shifting in your favor. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. That's awesome. Give the Lord a clap and a shout. Okay, watch. Favor comes on a person. Say person. Say it like you got juice. Someone say me. Favor's on me. Come on. Just look at the person next to you. Say, I got a lot of favor on me. You want to be my friend. Don't treat me normal. I get on airplanes all the time. They go, sir, who are you? I go, I'm a really nice guy and I'm a little bit pink. They go, no, 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 Salmon, exactly. They go, no, 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 you got something on you. I go, you ain't teasing. I tapped in. You're as close to God as you want to be. The Bible says in Acts 4.13 that they recognize Peter and John, a crybaby and a cusser. They recognized, though they'd been with Jesus, they didn't reflect their character. They reflected the one they'd been around. You get around God, you get around him, you start spending time in his presence. There's a, there's a favor, there's an endorsement. It shifts you. You can't get around him and stay thinking the same thoughts. You get around him, stuff just starts breaking off. Come on, somebody. You see, you get inspired. He's the God of all hope. Hope gets back into your eyes. Come on. Vision fills your heart. Favor comes on a person, it comes on a path, but then it comes on your efforts. Ephesians 6 says, well, you make happen, I'm paraphrasing, for somebody else, God does good, God will make happen for you. Favor comes to him that devises good. If I was to question some of your friends and things, how much good are you devising and planning? Most people are trying to avoid bad rather than plan good. Teach your mind to work for you here. Come on. You got to guide your mind. I got to guide my mind. Come on, look, 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 look. It's going to be a good ending. Watch. I got to teach my mind to work for me. I need to devise good. Isaiah says this, a noble person, a favored person by God, they devise and plan generous things. Could most of our suffering be because we're trying to focus on, when am I getting my blessing? When am I getting my breakthrough? When am I going to get my healing with my, you know, my little knuckle-headed nephew going to stop acting out? When is this going to have? What if you shifted and said, how can I make people more successful? What if you even asked your boss tomorrow, hey, how can I make you more successful? You don't think that conversation would change the dynamic and the way he looked at you? Why don't you? Well, I'm afraid. There's some type of story, some BS belief system that you buy into that you tell yourself that talks you out of it. Could you imagine just walking up to your friends? I do this to people I coach my clients. Major League Soccer the other day. I go, how can I make you more successful? 
Well, you do this, 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 this for me, Rex. No, 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 you don't understand. This isn't a part of the paid program. I need to make you more successful. Because while I'm believing for miracles and I got favor, I'm not just waiting for something to happen. I want to help other people because what I sow is what I reap. Who am I helping? Watch. Come on, who's starving for your love? Who's starving for your wisdom? Who's starving for your gifting? Come on. Your favor to help somebody. And I'll end with this story. I got invited to, um, I won't use his name. Um, I got to think this through because I know people are watching on the news stuff today. I got invited to a very famous entertainer's Christmas party. I was only one of the, only one of the Caucasian people invited. <laughs> I just come in from a trip and I was pulling up to the house and it was a party. People were just having fun for Christmas. And I go, God, you've been so nice to me. I didn't graduate high school on time, flunked out of Bible school. They told me I cost too much. They did all these things. I started rehearsing, but you favor, look at what your favor's done. You take me where people can't take me. You've healed me what doctors couldn't heal. You've given me a celebrated life after a lot of setbacks. What a nice God you are. I said, tonight, I want to release your favor on people and just make people's lives better. Let's mess up the party. It's a true story. That's the way I think. Lord help us. So I did. I walked into the party. Man, it's a party. People are having fun. Some people doing coke out there. People doing over this. They got dancing. Come on. It's, it's you know, like, it's, it's a party, man. That stuff's going, you know, things are happening. So I walk in, the Jesus guy, and I was sitting there on the couch, and all the parties going around. See, stop trying to avoid the world, man. You got so much favor on you. I want to be, I'm in it, but not of it. Where sin abounds, grace abounds more. Jesus was always at parties. He loved to celebrate. That's why I hate all these people saying, stay at home, stay away from people. Jesus did it. To see what Jesus saw, I got to walk like Jesus walked. That's worth your gas money. That ought to get in your prayer life. So I'm sitting there, and the guy walks by with a, with a uh, walker. I go, hey, man, I, you, go, you look like you're a really nice guy. And he goes, I am. I go, you look like you're in pain, though. He goes, I am. I go, here's a weird thing. God's favored me to help people get better. Do you mind if I hook you up? He goes, what are you, like a medical technician? Like a nurse, a doctor? I go, no, no, no. I got like God's favors on me. I can pray for you, and you can get well. And he goes, are you serious? I go, let's just try it. Come on, we're at the party. <laughs> He's like, I would like to dance. <laughs> Come on, they got some Raphael Sadiq. Come on, legend. Come on, things are popping in this place. So he goes, okay, do your thing. I go, God, I thank you for your favor. Let your favor unlock him and bring healing into his body. He goes, I feel energy in my body. I said, give me your hand. I started walking him around the den out of his walker. And he goes, all the pain's gone. What in the world did you do to my blankety-blank hip? <laughs> he starts moving. Come on, he's like, he's like, he's finding his rhythm. Come on. <laughs> He's moving. I didn't think that was probably good. I just did like a hip roll right there. I'm sorry. I'm in church and did the hip roll. He starts moving. Another lady, true story, walks by because the kitchen's right behind the den part. And this big old massive kitchen, lady walks by with a walker. She's one of the people's like mothers or something. And I go, she goes, can your favor help me? 
in your gifting? I go, yeah, I can hook you up too. So he's walking around in circles. Come on, finding his rhythm. We pray for her. She takes off. True story. She's running in the kitchen. Power of God hits her. So people keep coming by and they're watching. One guy falls on his knees and goes, but I've committed a lot of sins. I'm like, God's favor is big enough to get you out. So one after the other. True story. Over 35 people get inside of that den right there. People are crying on the floor. People are weeping. They're repenting of their sin. I think they got convicted. They turned off like the Raphael Sadiq and John Legend. They put on like soul, gospel soul. It was awesome. And I walked in, and then the, the, big, the famous guy, he, go, he walked over, he goes, dude, you just jacked up my freaking Christmas party. <laughs> and he loved me. He was getting off cocaine. I was helping him. I go, look at what God's favor can do. When you just set your mind on being good and being a blessing, and at that time, everything wasn't great for me. Job said, I declare the favor of God's on my life in Job 10 when he lost everything in his life. But by verse chapter 42, it says he recovered all and God gave him double the amount of what he lost. You might be in a down time, but come on, somebody. The favor of God's on my You know what? You're going to start telling this over yourself. God's favor's on my health. God's favor's on my money. God's favor's on my business. God's favor's going to turn things around for me. I don't know how, but you know what's going to happen? It's going to take the focus off your faith and it's going to turn the focus on Jesus's goodness. It's going to shift from I got to pull this all off of my ability and it's going to turn back the focus on God's going to come through for me. God's favor is going to turn my family around. God's favor is going to make me healthier and stronger. God's favor is going to end this confusion and depression. God's favor is going to give me back sobriety. There's a shift. Come on. You can feel it in here. I ain't teasing for a minute. How many feel like you can feel a You can feel this is God. Look, it might not be the natural time. Wait till the new year when we find out who the president is. No, no. God says, look, there's a set time. I woke up a couple, and I'm seven minutes over. So they gave me 10 for an uh, altar call, so watch. I got two. I woke up with a dream a couple months ago, and in my dream, I woke up going, I am the righteousness of God. God's favor's on my life. I am the righteousness of God. The favor of God's on my life. Said it maybe about 200 times. Just saying it out loud. It's the way I woke up. And God was saying, I don't want you to wake up and take the knowledge of everything that's around you. My system's different. My ways are above your ways. My thoughts above your thoughts. I need you to come into agreement that because of the blood of Jesus and the righteousness of God that's on your life, you got favor that you don't have to live like everybody else, no matter what's going on. There's a favor on to change things for you. Let me tell you something. Some of you are going to get out of a mess. Some of you are going to get out of an emotional hellhole. Some of you feel like, you know what, I just feel like, man, when's this all going to end? You're going to start looking for God's favor. You're going to start looking. You're going to call people. Hey, how can I make you more successful? How can I pray for you? How can I heal you? Come on. How can I, why the prayer of the righteous of the favored, it avails much. Don't pray for much and expect little. Some of you need to expand your container of much. Some of you got to get an image again of on the inside. If you were really God's favored, how would it look like? David said, I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. Your favor's chasing me down. How different would it be tomorrow if you get up in the morning and go, man, God's favor's chasing me down. I'm going to make deals. If the people can't, you can. It ain't fair. Favor ain't fair. Or will it be, well, I'll probably just get more of the same. Let me tell you something. Things changed. When someone said to me, Rex, 
God's favor is on you. Are you receiving it? And I go, I, I believe it, but I don't know if I receive it. So I started saying, your favor's changing things. Your favor's gonna make me smart. Your favor's gonna let people wanna have me. Your favor's gonna open doors. Can I tell you something? I say more now no to things than I say yes to. Not because of education, not because of school, not because I know the right connects. Come on, somebody. But when you get around it, I notice when there's favored people, I get around them. Why? Because you get around them, the favor comes on your life. You get around healthy people, health gets on your life. You get around people with integrity, you stop being shady. Come on, somebody. You get around people that got good marriages, there's a favor. Come on. You start acting like a good wife and a good husband. You get around people that their kids are all happy. Come on, not perfect, but happy. Come on, even with their braces on, come on, somebody. All of a sudden, your kids start acting right. There's a, come on, there's, you get around people. Close your eyes. Lift your hands. Say, Jesus, I feel you up in here. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you don't treat me the way I deserve. I thank you today for your grace, your favor to do the impossible in my life. Jesus, forgive me for all wrongdoing, for all my sins. Cleanse me with your precious blood. Make me a new creation. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your hope. Fill me with your strength. I receive your favor today. I declare your favor is changing my life. Your favor is changing my family. Your favor is changing me. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.